The Hurling Pod on OTB Sports. I love the way Kikini celebrate. I love the way Limerick celebrates a monster, right? To, to go, we actually want to win the next you know, Or the treatment is just another game, another step stone. That's, that's the question I have. Subscribe to the GA Podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. It is a big day for the Republic of Ireland football because you've got the under-21s in action at half past four and of course the seniors in action at 7.45 tonight against Ukraine. It is against Italy at half four and Askeley that the under-21s have qualification on the line. Phil Egan is with us in studio. Phil, how are you getting on? Very well, yeah, looking forward to a big day for, for Irish football. I also have the, the European draws coming up at 11. That's right. Shamrock Rovers and Derry are, are in there as well and and Sligo Pats will be tomorrow but um, yeah like the, the prize on offer for the 21s is is huge and you think back to when they lost to Italy earlier in the campaign they'd obviously been beaten in Montenegro they'd dropped points in Luxembourg and it didn't look great but that injury time winner that Ali O'Neill scored against Sweden like who knew at the time that it was such a big goal it was celebrated obviously because when you score an injury time it's always a big deal an injury time winner but how crucial it turned out to be and then off the back of that we went to Sweden and won and have got ourselves right back into it and here we are with a chance to qualify for a first ever under 21 tournament and even if we don't get the job done today you know there is the, the playoff to fall back onto so a nice position to be into for Jim Crawford it feels that like it's probably just a form thing and a momentum thing, mm. but it feels like the gap between these sides, between Ireland and Italy, is much smaller than the time it was at Tala. Yeah, and it was an interesting interview Tyreek Wright did after the game the other night where he basically was like, yeah, we can't wait for this. And that, that's what you want to hear from young players, that they're going to relish the challenge. Now, I'm not saying that Ireland have to go out with a need to win the game from the off because you can't win a game in the first 20 minutes you can certainly lose it and I actually mentioned the the Montenegro game that's a game that we lost in the first 10 minutes where they conceded twice inside the opening 10 minutes and never recovered pulled the goal back but it was done so I think it'll definitely be a a day for, for patience and don't forget as well Italy had their chance to qualify against Sweden and they blew it I know they did us a favour by taking Sweden out of the equation, but the longer the game goes on, the, maybe the more twitchy Italy get, where we know that any win will do. Obviously, they only need a draw, but they could find themselves in a position at the end of kick or at the end of the game going, we had two chances to qualify automatically and we've blown them. So I think it'll definitely be a fairly cautious approach and then... Let's see how it goes. I mean, say if Italy were to, to score, then obviously that changes how, how we have to go about it. But don't concede an early goal is what I'm imploring the team not to do. It, it's kind of been spoken about so much, the just the unbelievable array of talent that mm. they don't even have at their disposal during this campaign. I guess the flip side of that is the talent that they do have. And I mean, maybe if they don't qualify for the championships, this isn't even a conversation. But if they do, you'd like to think that maybe the likes of Evan Ferguson and Will Small won't stay in the squad for a little while longer. And actually playing in a big tournament could be better than the senior call-up. That seems imminent for both of those men. Yeah, and I wonder as well, some of the players that are currently away with Stephen Kenny's squad that are eligible to play, Mm -hmm. would Stephen Kenny and Jim Crawford have a sit-down and think, do you know what... A tournament would be exactly what this player needs. Now, I'm trying not to get ahead of ourselves because going to Italy and winning is a very tough task. So if if it doesn't happen today, then 
it depends on who Ireland get in the playoffs but you mentioned the form the fact that they've won four games in a row they definitely will be confident that they can get the required result today but I think what we've seen and obviously when Stephen Kenny was in charge of the under 21 team there was a real buzz about the team because we saw some of the players you think uh, I'm obviously Sweden were in the last campaign as well and we went away there and we put in an unbelievable performance but we have also seen as good as the talent that we have coming through and we have good young players in our senior squad, how hard it is to transition from under 21 level to senior level. And it's more a case of what's happened at club level for these players. You think of that really exciting Stephen Kenny under 21 team with Troy Parrott, Adam Eda, Aaron Connolly. Those three players now, look, look at what has happened since they made the step up to the senior squad. Connolly's had to get a move away, a loan move. Obviously, Troy Parrott's had a couple of loan moves. And Adam Eda, just as it looked like he was starting to get a, a foothold in the Norwich team in the Premier League, he picked up that unfortunate injury. But that's how difficult it is. All these talented young players we have, can they get the sufficient game time at the, the highest level, at club level? At the moment, it suggests the answer would be no. So... It's a uh, it's a it's a tough one, and you, you kind of see it. it. It it spills into the senior team. You look at the the players that we have playing tonight in Ukraine uh, against Ukraine. That players are playing League One Championships. Some of them aren't even getting into their team, and that's why it can be very hard to pull out consistent performances. Yeah, I feel the timing of that needs to be right. Going from the twenty ones up up to the the senior squad. And it's a question that's been asked to Stephen Kenny in quite a few of the press conferences that I've been at, especially about Will Smallbone. If he's going to feature, will he will he be called up? And he didn't say no. He just yeah. said, you know, we'll see how he gets on um, against in the against the Italy team. You know, how, how he goes against that, and then we'll see from there. So it, it wasn't a, a straight out no. You know, there there's definitely yeah. a maybe in there. But yeah, I'm not sure. Is that what's right for him? Well, see, Will Smallbone was getting some first-team football with Southampton in the Premier League. Now, albeit he, he likes to play in a more central role, he was being played out on the, the right-hand side under Ralph Hasenhutl, but then he, he picked up that, that knee injury. So he is only just coming back. But, yeah, it is... Everyone just assumed when Stephen Kenny took over the senior job that he could just bring all these young players with him, but it's just not that easy. Like, you have to have a certain... Uh, aspect of your game to be able to cope at, at senior level in international football and it wasn't a case that Stephen Kenny could just say to some of the, the more senior pros that you know thanks very much good luck and now I've got a young crop coming through I'm just going to use them because look who's going to captain the team tonight it's going to be James McLean players like this Shane Duffy Seamus Coleman these have all been important players to help the young players come through so it's um, yeah it's such a challenge to know when is the right time to put players in. In previous campaigns, under previous managers, we had more established senior players playing at a higher level that you could just bring in one or two young players and you know they'd have so much experience around them that they'd be able to bed in a bit more comfortably. Whereas now, we, you're going to see it even... Even tonight, we're going to have to make changes. Stephen Kenny's going to have to make a raft of changes. He made five on Saturday for the Scotland game, but actually all five proved to be masterstrokes in terms of who scored goals, who set up goals, who performed well. And he's going to have to do more of the same tonight. And it, th that, that's the challenge. And 
said some players you, you can see like young players the talent is there but you don't always get the consistency so Kenny's been talking about two systems in the build up yeah. to this game this week do you expect a reversion to the other system that we didn't see on Saturday tonight yeah like I, I think his hand will be forced in certain aspects of it he's obviously going to stick with three now Nathan Collins has done so well he's been one of the real um, bright sparks of this 10 day period where you know you look at the, the first two games where there was such disappointment after losing in Armenia and losing to Ukraine but Nathan Collins was was a positive and he, he performed well again on Saturday then there's talk of Daryl Lenehan coming in I wonder would he contemplate maybe playing Ryan Manning or Enda Stevens as part of a back three because James McLean is going to play as the left wing back so does he play a left sided player on the left hand side of that um that back three then what does he do at right wing back Alan Brown obviously scored I wonder would he be tempted maybe to play Ogbené as a right wing back um, the midfield can Josh Cullen play four games in ten days it's a hell of an ask I think he's so crucial for that role that he plays where he's the one that gets things going if he's not there do you put Malumbi in there has Jason Knight going to play in that role again Jeff Hendrick was obviously left out for the, the game against Scotland. He came on. Connor Howrahan came on. I'm not sure I'm keen on the thoughts of, say, like a Malumbi and Howrahan Hendrick midfield trio. I, I think when Ireland are at their best under Stephen Kenny, we have to play with energy. And that midfield wouldn't have as much energy in it for my liking. Yeah, they, like that's really. Like, do you see in a situation like this, and I mean the situation being that like you've got a threadbare defence, yeah. that Kenny will eventually go back to a back four in case of emergency and maybe even more than that as, as an actual method of, of getting a, a foothold in, in certain games. Possibly and he talked about it in the build up how you have to be able to adapt but he, the two systems he mentioned both require a back three mm. and Ukraine could go with a back three tonight they, they differ as well Sometimes they go 3-4-3. Three, three. They're missing a lot of players as well. We, like, yeah, and look, a lot was made of the, the team they played last week where it was labelled the Ukraine B team. But looking at that team, so they had four Kiev players, Dynamo Kiev players, who played in the Champions League, I was going to say this season, but it's, it's now last season. The, a Dynamo Kiev team that were in the group stage with Benfica and Bayern and Barcelona. Jankov, who came on and, and scored the goal, all be it it was quite a fortunate goal he was part of that uh, Dinamo team then you've got players from Shakhtar you've a Real Madrid goalkeeper the only players in their starting 11 last week that didn't play European football last season was an Everton player um, but he'd obviously come from from Kiev uh, Mikhailenko and then a player from Dnipro so all those players have experience of playing European football we don't have that Matt Doherty played Conference League. Uh, you know we don't we don't have players that play European football, which is key. Obviously, in the it's it can be more similar to international football in terms of the the way it's played. It's not uh, it's it's not like Premier League or Championship or League One. So, whatever team Ukraine put out tonight, they're still going to be better than us. And. Stephen Kenny is obviously getting hammered for what he said at the start of the campaign. It was like, we've got to be looking to win the group. He also did say, I mean, I could be realistic and say we're probably the third best team in the group. 
behind Ukraine and Scotland, but he, he aimed high and he, he seems to be getting punished for, for aiming too high now. Um, but realistically, I think if a positive result tonight is avoiding defeat, in my eyes anyway. And from an Irish perspective that Abba Femi, we're, we're not sure he's definitely not playing. Yeah. Yeah, so like obviously the energy that he brought, the freshness, you know, he he was just so enjoyable to watch and yeah, he was just incredible. So we would have liked to seen him being able to get, you know, two consecutive performances and yeah, just what he offered. Big time. And, you know, obviously all the talk was about the goal, but I was more impressed with the assist for Parrot because that's something we hadn't really seen with his game and, you know, he's getting his regular game time with Swansea, his confidence is up. So if he's not playing tonight then Stephen Kenny's got a problem. He doesn't have a player that can do what Obafemi did on Saturday where he could drop deep and pick a pass and also has the hold-up play back to goal and then the ability to smash one in from outside the box. Does he go to someone like Scott Hogan? Like, there's a lot to be said for having a specialised striker who's comfortable dropping back to goal, lay it off and then getting back into the box. That is not Ogbeni's game. Ogbeni is all about running at you. Uh, he doesn't want to be playing with his back to goal. Troy Parrott doesn't necessarily want to be playing with his back to goal. So that's where it'll be interesting to see what team he goes with. But it, yeah, it would be a shame if Obafemi isn't playing. Uh, yeah, it sounded like he's not going to play, but I was re- we were doing our, our bulletins before the game on Saturday and basically saying John Egan isn't playing. So you can imagine my surprise when I saw the team sheet come out on Saturday. I was like, okay, I've... I've just been telling everyone a lie for the last 24 hours. Apologies for that. The, the baby is definitely due now at this point. I think uh, it's, we're, we're not going to get uh, stung twice over that one. I like your shout, Nogbeni, at right wing back, actually. That could be something that we see over the next little while. Maybe we get um, to see uh, Ebisele as well. Absolutely. Phil, good stuff. Thanks a million. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 